0: Chapter 2, verses 51 and 52 of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 1, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 51 and 52. And he went down with them, and came to Nazareth, and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and man. Greek Expositor. All that time of the life of Christ, which he passed between his manifestation in the temple and his baptism, being devoid of any great public miracles or teaching, the evangelist sums up in one word, and he went down with them. Origin. Jesus frequently went down with his disciples, for he is not always dwelling on the mount. For they who were troubled with various diseases were not able to ascend the mountain, For this reason now also he went down to them who were below. It follows, and he was subject to them, etc. Greek Expositor Sometimes by his word he first institutes laws, and he afterwards confirms them by his work, as when he says, The Good Shepherd layeth down his life for his sheep. For shortly after seeking our salvation he poured out his own life, but sometimes he first sets forth in himself an example, and afterwards, as far as words can go, draws therefrom rules of life. As he does here, showing forth by his work these three things above the rest, the love of God, honor to parents, and the preferring God also to our parents. For when he was blamed by his parents, he counts all other things, of less moment than those which belong to God. Again, he gives his obedience also to his parents. Bede. For what is the teacher of virtue, as he fulfills his duty to his parents? What else did he do among us than what he wished should be done by us? Origin. Let us then also ourselves be subject to our parents. But if our fathers are not, let us be subject to those who are our fathers. Jesus the Son of God is subject to Joseph and Mary, but I must be subject to the bishop, who has been constituted my father. It seems that Joseph knew that Jesus was greater than he, and therefore in awe moderated his authority, but let every one see that oftentimes he who is subject is the greater, which if they who are higher in dignity understand, they will not be elated with pride, knowing that the superior is subject to them. Gregory of Nisau Further, since the young have not yet perfect understanding, and have need to be led forward by those who have advanced to a more perfect state, therefore, when he arrived at twelve years, he is obedient to his parents, to show that whatever is made perfect by moving forward, before it arrives at the end Profitably embraces obedience as leading to good. Basil. But from his very first years, being obedient to his parents, he endured all bodily labors, humbly and reverently. For since his parents were honest and just, yet at the same time poor and ill supplied with the necessaries of life, as the stable which administered to the holy birth bears witness, it is plain that they continually underwent bodily fatigue. In providing for their daily wants. But Jesus, being obedient to them, as the scriptures testify, even in sustaining labors, submitted himself to a complete subjection. Ambrose. And can you wonder if he who is subject to his mother also submits to his father? Surely that subjection is a mark not of weakness, but of filial duty. Let then the heretic so raise his head as to assert that he who is sent has need of other help. Yet why should he need human help in obeying his mother's authority? He was obedient to a handmaid. He was obedient to his pretended father. And do you wonder whether he obeyed God? Or is it a mark of duty to obey man, of weakness to obey God? Bede. The Virgin, whether she understood or whether she could not yet understand, equally laid up all things in her heart, for reflection and diligent examination. Hence it follows, and his mother laid up all these things, etc. Mark the wisest of mothers. Mary the mother of true wisdom becomes the scholar or discipline of the child. For she yielded to him, not as a boy, nor as to a man, but as unto God. Further she pondered upon his divine words and works so that nothing that was said or done by him was lost upon her. But as the word itself was before in her womb, so now she conceived the ways and words of the same, and in a manner nursed them in her heart. And while indeed she thought upon one thing at the time, another she wanted to be more clearly revealed to her, and this was her constant rule and law through her whole life. It follows and Jesus increased in wisdom, theophylact not that he became wise by making progress, but that by degrees he revealed his wisdom, as it was when he disputed with the scribes, asking them questions of their law, to the astonishment of all who heard him. You see then how he increased in wisdom, in that he became known to many, and caused them to wonder, for the showing forth of his wisdom is his increase, But Mark how the evangelist, having interpreted what it is to increase in wisdom, adds, and in stature, declaring thereby that an increase or growth in age is an increase in wisdom. But the Eumonian heretics say, how can he be equal to the father in substance, who is said to increase as if before imperfect? But not because he is the word, but because he is made man he is said to receive increase. For if he really increased, after that he was made flesh, as having before existed imperfect, why then do we give him thanks, as having thence become incarnate for us? But how, if he is the true wisdom, can he be increased? Or how can he who gives grace to others be himself advanced in grace? Again, if hearing that the word humbled himself, no one is offended, thinking, slightingly, of the true God, but rather marvels at his compassion. How is it not absurd to be offended at hearing that he increases? For as he was humbled for us, so for us he increased, that we who have fallen through sin might increase in him. For whatever concerns us, Christ himself has truly undertaken for us, that he might restore us to a better state. And mark what he says, Not that the word, but Jesus increases, that you should not suppose that the pure word increases, but the word made flesh. And as we confess that the word suffered in the flesh, although the flesh only suffered, because of the word the flesh was which suffered. So he is said to increase, because the human nature of the word increased in him, but he is said to increase in his human nature not as if that nature, which was perfect from the beginning, received increase, but that by degrees it was manifested. For the law of nature brooks not that man should have higher faculties than the age of his body permits. The word then, made man, was perfect, as being the power and wisdom of the Father, but because something was to be yielded to the habits of our nature, lest he should be counted strange by those who saw him. He manifested himself as a man with a body, gradually advancing in growth, and was daily thought wiser by those who saw and heard him. Greek Expositor He increased then in age, his body growing to the stature of man, but in wisdom, through those who were taught divine truths by him, in grace, that is, whereby we are advanced with joy, trusting at last to obtain the promises, and this indeed before God, because having put on the flesh, he performed his Father's work, but before men, by their conversion from the worship of idols to the knowledge of the Most High Trinity. Theophylact he says before God and men, because we must first please God, then man. Gregory of Nisau. The word also increases in different degrees in those who receive it, and according to the measure of its increase, a man appears either an infant, grown-up, or a perfect man. End of chapter 2